Hello and welcome to Opened Eyes Podcast. I am Amanda Kuhn and my co-host with me is Susan Whittoff. Thank you for having me today, Amanda. Of course, of course. So we are planning today to talk about partnering with God in prayer. How important it is, how life-changing it is, how powerful it is, and you know, I feel like it was God's intention from the very beginning. Um, if you look in Genesis, uh, especially Genesis 2, where God created man, he created Adam. And his whole goal from the very beginning was to be in a relationship, was to be in fellowship. In fact, um, it says, you know, as most of you probably know, there were two trees in the garden, the tree of life. And the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And it was God's intention that Adam and then Eve would never eat from that tree. And, you know, I think growing up, most of the time I thought it was like the tree of evil or the tree of the knowledge of evil. It was like this, you know, dark, ugly thing that they were supposed to avoid. But it was actually the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So he, God never intended us to know evil and he never intended us to know good. He only intended for us to know him. Yeah, I think because in order to know good, you have to know its counterpart of evil to really know the difference between what is good and what is evil. So if he his intention was for us not to even know that there was good and evil, then we were just walking with him. Right. And in, in Genesis, it talks about, you know, Adam walking with God in the garden. And that was God's intention from the very beginning mm-hmm. was to be in fellowship with man, to be in a relationship with man. And really, if we were perfectly in tune with him, perfectly in fellowship with him, there is no need for us to know good or evil. Right. We just need to know God yeah. mm-hmm. and obey what he tells us. Mm-hmm. And then there's really no need for that knowledge. I looked up um, the word fellowship just to kind of bring some clarity to my own mind for what it means. when we say that God wants fellowship with us and the definition I got was just a friendly association, especially with people who share common interests And then to commune with someone is to just live together, to share responsibilities, to be a part of each other's day and a part of each other's lives. And I look back at the garden and just, I have such hope and such comfort and just such a a love for the Lord that that's what he wants from us. Even today, Mm -hmm. we we know from the fall that that community has been that, um, broken unless we accept Jesus into our hearts, but to be able to just fellowship with our creator and to walk day, just daily walk with him. And he really does want to partner with us. He, and that was from the beginning. It says God created the animals and then he had Adam name them. Mm -hmm. God could have created and said, this is a tiger. This is a lion. This is a, but he wanted to partner with Adam. He wanted to include Adam. He wanted to work with With Adam. Adam. And, you know, it's kind of like that today. God allows us and wants us 
to do the things that we can do. And he does the supernatural, right? The things that we can't. So he created the animals, which obviously man can't do, but he gave Adam the job that he could do, which was to name them. And so I feel like when we partner with God in prayer, that's kind of what it still looks like. We, he wants us to do the part that we can do the asking, the believing, the having the faith, the taking the first step in the direction of whatever. And then it's his job to do what we can't, the supernatural part. If you go back and look all throughout the Bible, every single time that God moved, he required something of man, whether it was just to believe, whether it was to hold up an arm, to hold back, you know, the enemy's army, there's always some small step that man was required to take for God to be able to move. Even like, you know, when he parted the Red Sea, Moses held up the staff and then God parted the Red Sea. I mean, you or I could have done that. We could have held up a staff. (laughs) We could have held up our staff. We can't part the Red Sea. (laughs) You know, but so, you know, it's not like he just did it. He told Moses and Moses obeyed what he said to do and then God moved. And so I think there's this kind of beautiful union of being in relationship with God, being obedient, right. doing what he says, and then just stepping back and watching him move. Right. How he wants to move. How he wants to move, how he wants to accomplish what you've asked for, which in my own personal experience, you know, many times what I pray gets answered, but not in the way that I thought right, it was going right. to be answered in, in, in the way that God and his wisdom and sovereignty knows is best. So, you know, I, I've become less specific in my, in, in the details of what I, you know, I used to say, Lord, I want this and I want it to do this and that, and, and it's not, Usually that's not how it ends up working out. The prayers get answered, but it's in the way that he knows. I think that know, also is such a great way to for God to show you his sovereign nature. Yes, Amanda, I hear your prayer. Yes, I'm going to answer it, but I'm going to let you know that it's me and how I want it done so that you can just be aware of how I, how I work. You really I so did you not. Humble yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Humble, <laughs> humble, eat your piece of humble pie. And, um, but you know, I think it's exciting when you see a prayer, you know, be answered. And my prayer journal is full of statements like, Oh my goodness, Lord, you moved in such a mighty way or, Oh my gracious. You have, answered this prayer like I would not have. I mean, I just have so many Mm -hmm. testimonies of God answering my prayers. And it kind of moved me from a somewhat lethargic prayer attitude to more exciting, more expecting. Mm -hmm. You know, when you know that prayer truly is powerful, prayer truly does move things. It really does you know, grab God's attention and draw his ear to your mouth and he's listening, then it's it's not this kind of dull, just checklist. It's it's something that you look forward to. I really liked it when um, I started approaching prayer more as just from the position of humility, first of all, and reverence. But 
also knowing that I can trust God with anything. Mm -hmm. Like it, it can be the most honest and vulnerable conversation that I probably would not even share with even my husband or a good friend, some things that you just want to lay before the one who, you know, will keep your heart and to work and move in a way for you. Um, so I think that whenever we go before God, it's so important to know that it's okay to just lay everything before him, not to hide anything, not to try to put on pretense about anything because he knows it anyway. Right. He knows what's going on. And it's there's freedom in releasing the weight and the burden of things that are on your mind. And I think, you know, to your point, part of going to God in prayer is starting with the absolute knowledge and truth that he loves you. He loves you. And it's mm -hmm. not anything you can do to earn that love. And there's nothing you can do to lose that love. He loves you because he is loving. That is yeah. his nature. That is his character. He is not going to love you any more or any less on your best or worst days. And so when you go to him knowing you are the apple of his eye, he loves you, mm -hmm. he adores you. When you go to him knowing that, then even the things that you tell him, like you were saying that you wouldn't tell anybody else that, you know, maybe things that you're struggling with or sins in your life or whatever mm -hmm. the case may be, you are not going to change his attitude towards you. It is always good. It is always loving. He is always faithful. And I think part of going to him in prayer is going with that mindset. Absolutely. You have to have that mindset, knowing that his thoughts are not like the thoughts of man. Right. So the things that are the vulnerable places in your heart or just the things that are weighing you down can be presented before God because he does see you with such eyes of love and with compassion and with grace that you can trust what you are bringing before him. And that is, that's a really, really important mindset and or because I think what it does, I think it pleases the Lord too, because it shows him that you trust him mm -hmm. and you trust him with things that you may not be able to trust anybody else with, but you're willing to come to him from such a place of vulnerability. And I keep going back to, he's like, there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus. When you come before the Lord, if you are struggling with something, or as you said, like with the sin, there's no shame or condemnation there. He is not going to respond to you in that way. He's going to respond to you with love and faith and encouragement. And because he loves you so much, there is nothing that is trivial to him right, or too too. small. Like, I feel like I used to think almost like a genie and you have three wishes. I only could bring to him my big, hold on. I'm going to sneeze. God bless you. Thank you. <laughs> This podcast is real, people. <laughs> um, I could only bring to him like the big things. That when I needed to to get the big guns involved, okay, I'm going to God. But I have since learned that it is his absolute delight to answer even our smallest, you know, prayers. And in Philippians 4, 6, it says, 
do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And so, you know, I've just kind of taken the motto now that if it's big enough for me to think about or worry about, it's big enough to pray about. So it doesn't have to be a big thing, but if it enters my mind and it's causing me to think about it or worry about it, it's time to give it to God. Yeah. No matter what it is, you know, my, um, girls and I just recently took a trip to Asheville. And so we were kind of monitoring the weather about a week out and it, looked like it was going to be chilly. It looked like it was going to be rainy, you know, on the day that we were planning a lot of activities outside. And so I just said, okay, girls, you know what we need to do? We need to pray about this. And they're like, yep, mom, let's pray. And we prayed. And I knew that it was going to be God's joy to answer that prayer. So the entire weekend, the weather could not have been more beautiful. Mm -hmm. It was sunny. It was warm, cool breeze. And I found myself thanking God. Exactly. So many times throughout the day, just a quick word. This weather is because of you. Thank you. I mean, how good does that feel to know that the creator of the heavens and of the earth took the time, number one, to hear your prayer mm-hmm. and then just found such joy in answering that. Like makes me want to cry. Just like something so simple as like a beautiful day. A beautiful day. And I knew who it was from. Right. That's the other right. thing. I didn't just walk around and say, wow, we're lucky or look how yeah. this turned. No, no, like I had asked him to do that for me. And, and first of all, up. I can't even tell you how many times I've prayed about weather. I mean, we were planning a trip to Bush Gardens one day thunderstorm i mean straight up thunderstorms lightning (laughs) everything was playing we prayed it was the most gorgeous day and nobody was at bush gardens because everybody else (laughs) thought it was gonna so we literally walked onto every single ride and i mean every hour i was like guys tell the lord thank you and everybody like thank you lord and you know and so we also acknowledged that it was him as well yeah um which i think Obviously, heart of gratitude. Yes. Part of that heart of gratitude and acknowledgement. Totally. I know so often it, um, I heard someone say sometime, one time that it needs to be, your prayers need to be about the blesser, not just the blessing that he yes. has to give you, but just who he is. Mm-hmm. And then he cared enough about you, Amanda, to come see about you and make the weather be a perfect day for your family. And it's just like if you gave someone a gift, if you kept giving them something and they never said thank you, they just took the gift and walked on and never acknowledged you or said thank you, it would kind of be resentful. You're just kind of like, well, that's not... But when someone is like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Or a year later texts you, that blanket you gave me, girl, I'm still pulling that thing out of my pocket. It it makes you want to give more. more. You know, it's... You people like to be appreciated, and so does God. I I also like we've talked about this before too. Like um, you were saying, if something is on your mind, that you can bring it before God. Like nothing is too small. Mm-hmm. But also, you and I have talked about times where people have randomly, seemingly randomly, crossed our mind, mm-hmm. and before I might just dismiss it. Right. But I think you shared with me one time that like a high school friend or someone came across your mind, and you knew okay. Now I know there's a reason why. And then you stop and you pray for that person. And it may not even be that you know specifically what to pray, mm-hmm. but just I'm starting to recognize that when God places someone on my mind, that that also is like the red flag to stop and just say a quick prayer. Yeah. 
You just don't, you don't, I, mean, I don't he, know what they're going he through. He never tells me really what they're going through. Sometimes when I start to pray, I'll get kind of a sense of what to pray. But yeah, when someone just randomly crosses my mind, or if I have a dream about okay. someone that mm-hmm. seems very random, like I didn't just run into them or anything, then I pray and I just say, Lord, I don't know what they're going through but you do whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and I, sometimes he will actually lead me to reach out to those people via text or whatever. Mm-hmm. And just say, you know, just want to let you know, you crossed my mind and, and the Lord really laid you on my heart to pray for you. And, and so I did, and I don't know what you're going through, but I just want you to know that mm-hmm. your loving father has people praying for you, which I think is such a gift. I, I mean, too. when I have people that have really no reason to mm-hmm. pray for me and I find out they're praying like that, it's just such a warm, comforting feeling that God yeah. will use people, you know, to pray for you and when you he, maybe you can't even pray for yourself exactly, at that moment. Exactly. Because we've all been there too. But mm-hmm. I also love that because you are walking in a relationship with, with God, like he knows he can trust you. Mm-hmm. And so he knows, hey, I can partner with Amanda because mm-hmm. she seeks my face. She wants to be a part. She wants me to be a part of her life. So I know if this, my other child over here needs some help. I can lay this person mm-hmm. on her heart and she will pray for them. So I think that's a, another, well, and it's a, it's a trust thing, right? Like if you thing, have yeah. people come, if you know, God's calling you to pray for somebody or, you know, whatever. And you're like, I'm tired or I'm busy or mm-hmm. I'll do it later. Well, he's not going to keep asking you to do it because you're, you, you know, he doesn't trust that you're going to do it, but right. he'll, he'll, Give that thought to somebody else, right. you know, that he knows will say, yeah, okay, Lord, if you think it's important for me to pray for that person, I'm going to pray for that person. And that's a way to partner with God. Mm-hmm. So I, um, it's not always us taking things to him. Sometimes he will bring things to us yeah. Yeah, to good. pray for, you know, mm-hmm. or even, you know, reach out to somebody that maybe, you know, is going through something but you, and just say, you know, what are we praying about today? What are you praying about? What can I partner with you in prayer about? You know, I don't need to know all the details, but I know your child's in the hospital. So what today is at the top of your prayer request to God or, you know, and Mm -hmm. so then you're partnering with that person and standing in agreement agreement with them, you know, with the Lord and not just a, a, a kind of general prayer, but a more specific thing. I know you're going through something today. What are you, you know, seeking God for? Yeah. And I think that gets back to our heart posture too, right? We have to first know that God is good. Mm-hmm. He's able. And because he is able and because he loves us, mm-hmm. his will for us is good, but he also needs us to be able to take our responsibility mm-hmm. and partnering with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and like you said, I mean, the, the Bible is full of stories about, yes. you know, God using people. And um, I was actually reading an article the other day and um, I thought this was good. It says God in his wisdom and sovereign power has chosen to accomplish his will on this planet through the prayers of his people. God has decided not to arbitrarily move in and out of situations on earth, even though he's able to do just that. Instead, he waits on his people to pray and then pours out his power in response to those prayers. 
And the Bible is full mm-hmm. of, you know, God, God. It even says he's searching. He's, he's looking searching. for people who will intercede, who Fill will in the gap. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Who will stand in the gap for mm-hmm. his nation or his people. And so, I mean, he's looking for people to partner with. Yeah. That, that actually really came across my mind. Um, a lot of my prayer time I like to do outside mm-hmm. when I'm walking and, and he did lay someone on my heart who was going through a struggle. And I, I don't even know how long it was. It was so long that I just felt like the Lord had me in an, in an intercessory prayer mm-hmm. for someone who just maybe couldn't figure out how to pray or who mm-hmm. knew to even knew to pray. Right even knew the power of prayer. Mm-hmm. And this is someone close to me who's going through a hard time. So I, the whole time I was thankful like that God even wanted me to be able to mm-hmm. partner with him. And that's such a humbling right. thing when the Lord places someone on your heart to pray for and mm-hmm. that he allows you mm-hmm. to partner with him um, mm-hmm. in that. And I feel like it was such an honor. And so I wanted to be obedient and to bring that as best as I could into alignment with his will for this person's life. And, and I think that's important too, like what you said in alignment with his will, like Mm -hmm. we can bring things to the Lord, but we always need to recognize that his will is good and perfect. And so even let's say back to the weather in Asheville that I was praying for you know, please let it be beautiful and sunny so we can do all these things. But my heart is always, and most of the time I verbalize it, but your will be done. Because let's say a storm kept us inside, which kept us off the road from traveling to what we were going to do. And we were saved a car, you know, a car crash or a car. You always want his good and perfect will to be done. And even Jesus taught that to us in the Lord's prayer. You know, he said, when you pray, you pray your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Yeah. And even in the garden, when Jesus knew mm-hmm. that he was going to die on the cross, he said, if this cup can pass from me, but not my will, your yeah. will. So he's saying, Lord, I really don't want to do this if there's any way, mm-hmm. but ultimately your will be done. And, and we always need to you know, remember that, that in, in our limited sight, (laughs) we cannot see the future. You know, his ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher. He knows the end from the beginning. He always knows best. Mm -hmm. And so I many, many, many times begin or in my prayers with, but Lord, your Your will will be done because I know that that's what would be perfect. That's what would be the best. Um, and so I pray that my prayer is his will, but if it's not, I have peace in knowing that his will would be the best. Yeah. Because sometimes it's a closed door mm-hmm. instead of an open door, which is the answer to your prayer. Right. And right. Right. Sometimes we have to give thanks for the closed doors and the closed opportunities mm-hmm. just as much as we give thanks for the things that he does for us because right. he, we don't know what he has saved us from. We don't mm-hmm. know what he has kept us from. Right. And like that- the Garth Brooks song. <laughs> I thank God for unanswered <laughs> prayers. Yes, right. Yes. <laughs> if 
you know, like I had a hard time with that for such a, for a while because it was like, oh, I'm just disappointed this didn't go my way. I wanted it to be my way. But then as the more that I've just, as I've gotten closer to the Lord and I've recognized, okay, and I've prayed about it and it doesn't come to pass as I wanted it to, there is that piece of knowing, okay, but God, I gave that to you. And it didn't go the way I wanted to. So that was not your good and perfect will. And he does, there is a piece that comes from that, mm-hmm. even though you can get your way. And in the moment, you may not see how it worked out for yeah. your good. It may be 20 years. Right. It may not be on this side of heaven that exactly. you know. But I, tr- I trust, I believe, and I promise you that it worked out you know, in your favor, what, whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. because it, I mean, that's what the word says, you mm-hmm. know, that, that he works everything out for, for the good of those who he has called. That's right. And so we just have to stand on believing that. And if we can't see it, just trust. And I think that's one of the powerful things about prayer is sometimes it does not change your circumstance. Sometimes your circumstance is going to not be what you want it to be, but with consistent prayer, God works on changing you, mm-hmm. whether it's your perspective, whether it's your character, whether it's perseverance, whether it's just simply trusting in his ways and in his timing, that there's really something sometimes in the wait mm-hmm. and in the unanswered absolutely prayer. And really, there's no other way to draw near to the Lord apart from prayer. No. You know, you can read his word and you can go to church, but until you enter in to relationship, which is prayer, you know, I can read a book about you all day, Susan, but I don't know you until I have conversation with you, until I spend time with you and interact. And, Mm -hmm. you know, so, you know, if anybody is, is seeking to draw closer to God or to, you know, deepen the relationship with the Lord. The only way to do that is prayer. The first step. Yeah. That's what that, when I, when I kind of renewed my relationship with the Lord about two years ago, that was the very first thing that I did even really before, like you said, before church, before even getting into the word, it was just, Okay, this feels a little bit weird, God, but here, here I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> here I am. Right. And I think sometimes we forget how excited he is when we just say, "Here I am." And he's like, "I've been waiting. I've been, I've waiting. been, waiting. I've been waiting. I'm so glad you came." I will literally never forget. This was many years ago. I had to drive from Richmond to Charlottesville for a, a tennis thing, and you know, it was maybe 45 minutes to an hour mm-hmm. in the car. And Pastor Daphne was our nanny and she, you know, told us about hearing from God and praying. And so I just thought, okay, I'm alone in the car. I'm and I said, I sat down, I you know, turned the car <laughs> on and I said, Lord, I am gonna pray the entire time to Charlottesville. I want to talk to you this whole time. And but I was honest, I said, listen, I'm gonna need you to make me feel like you're listening. I'm going to need your presence or something because there's no way I'm lasting an hour if I feel like (laughs) I'm talking to air. And I, like, kid you not, and this was many years ago, way before I was, you know, closer to God. I literally almost felt like somebody sat down in my car. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't see anything, but I just felt. And so, you know, I'm praying and I mean, 
I'm almost like working up a sweat, like trying to think. <laughs> I, I prayed for like every country in Africa. I mean, because after like five minutes, I was out of praying for my friends. Of it, you know, yeah. and so I'm like. I mean, I was like racking my brain on, you know, I was praying for world peace. I was praying for starving children. I was praying. I mean, I was praying for everything. And literally out of nowhere, I mean, I'm just cruising along. You know, I got a little bit of a heavy foot on highways. And out of nowhere, I heard a voice say, slow down. Mm -hmm. And I thought, what was that? And so I hit the brakes, right? And right then I came upon one of those little cut throughs oh, in the woods and there was a police, there was a police officer. I mean, I was the only car on the highway and there was a police officer right there. You would have been a And I dog. literally looked at the police officer. I drove a little further and then I literally turned my head to the right where the empty seat was and I was like, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Like, I don't have any other way to explain that. Yeah. I mean, I heard a voice say, slow down. That's amazing. You know, and so I just feel like he he was honored by my, yeah. I want to talk to you. It's going to be hard because we don't really know each other that well yet, yeah. but I'm going to do it. And he, I mean, he made me feel like he was there. I heard, like, literally I've only heard his audible voice twice in my life. And one time was for him <laughs> to tell me A to warning. slow yes. down, which is crazy. And you know what's funny about that story is I didn't even think of it until now is that I was doing something. I was partnering with God. I was taking the first step to say, mm -hmm. Lord, I don't even know if you're going to hear all the, you know, I mean, I really was at that point in my life of, you know, I just knew I wanted something more. Mm -hmm. I wanted what I saw in, in Daphne. I wanted this relationship and so it was uncomfortable i mean it's literally like sitting at dinner with someone you don't know yeah. and trying to, you know i mean it was uncomfortable but god did his part like he's so faithful like he he allowed me to you know feel like he was sitting there and and to hear his voice and so i just again it it's not like he is just going to out of the blue like show up in your room and be like hey you should try prayer like we have to act. We have to seek him. Seek him. We have to do our part. I just love that idea too, that he's just waiting. He literally is mm -hmm. waiting. He's just waiting for you to knock yeah. on the door. It's literally so, like he's at the door. You're knocking. Yeah. He's, he, you know, just waiting. Yeah, he's just waiting for you to open the door. I mean, he is always there. He's never yeah. too busy. He's never involved in something else and not there at that moment. No, he is always yeah. waiting for you. Waiting to show his love for you. Waiting to show you that there's more for your life, more purpose, more joy, more peace, mm -hmm. more, more of him. Yeah. It's hard to say no to that. I don't it, want to it really, say no to that. I don't know. And the thought of like leaving the door shut and Jesus being and outside missing. your house, like just like, I'm right here. Just let me in. Just let me. I mean, that's just yeah. so sad to it's me. It's so sad to me too, because I think back to like, um, like the Israelites in the wilderness and, you know, only Moses came before the presence of the, of God. You know, he, he was able to go on the mountain and, um, on Mount Sinai and, um, in all of that, God was just trying to show himself to his people mm -hmm. and they were afraid and they drew back. And I just, 
and I was reading about that the other day and, and, and meditating on it. And like, my heart just got so sad for the right. Lord. Like he's doing all of these things to show himself to his people and to save his people from oppression and um, slavery in Egypt. And he just wants to be close to them. And he wants, he wants them mm -hmm. to trust him enough to do what he says, because what he says is good for them. And instead they were just fearful and drew back. Right. And that just, that convicted my heart actually, because right. it made me feel like sad for the Lord that here he is reaching out, but then also made me wonder all of the times that I, that he was trying to draw me in right, and try to partner with me. And, and I just really pride us thinking that yeah. we can do it better ourselves, yeah. you know, or that we're somehow weak if we need someone to step in, you know, even if that's someone yeah. is God, yeah. that, that we're weak or, or that we should, that we're failing somehow, if we have to reach out mm -hmm. for help from, from the Lord. And it's just crazy. I mean, that is such a twisted it you is. Know, mentality. Um, but it is what the world tells us, especially it's the world our, tells our us. society will tell us, you just have to be self-reliant, just, mm -hmm. you know, just do it on your own. You can figure it out. And that, the word of the Lord, the truth of God, I feel like is always somewhat countercultural in many ways, because what God is saying is, no, you really can't do it on your own if you want it to be done according to my will right. and what is best for you. And so we just have to put those fears, the anxiety, the insecurity, the mm -hmm. doubt behind us and come before him just vulnerable and raw. Well, I mean, speaking of countercultural and in our country and, and every the world, you know, in second Chronicles seven fourteen it says, if my people, which are called by my name shall humble themselves, pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will hear heal their land so i mean he's very specific here what do you do you humble yourself yeah you pray you seek the lord and you turn from those areas of sin in your life you turn from your wicked ways you do those things then i will hear from heaven and will heal your land partnership right it's partnership we do this and then the lord responds right and, you know, I mean, when you look out, like how many of us are humbling ourselves, praying, seeking his face and turning from our, you know, fleshly desires, right. the sin that so easily entangles us. Yeah. Not many. Not many. So no wonder our land is in a hot mess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, no wonder. And But I mean, he's very clear. You do this, I'll do this. That's and he's what, a man yeah. of his word. He is not a man that he shall lie. Yeah. You know, what God says, you can stand on it. You can take it to the bank every day of the week. It is truth. And so, you know, this is even convicting me, you know, Lord, help me humble myself and yes. pray and seek your face and turn from my wicked ways. You know, it's just acknowledge you in all things all things all every things. area not thinking okay i'll give you 90 percent of my mm -hmm. life but this last 10 percent, now i got i'm yeah, good, good. I'm i got this mm -hmm. I, I don't really need you meddling in this part right no he wants it all um and more than anything he wants to hear 
us speak to him, yeah. to, to reach out to him, to seek him, to pray. Mm -hmm. And so um, we had actually, you know, talked about this, Susan, before we started recording that, uh, that it would be nice to end in prayer today. Yeah, Just for all the listeners to know, we always begin in prayer before we, we start recording, just that God absolutely has his way, that we will talk when he wants us to talk, we'll be quiet when he wants us to be quiet, that that everything will be for his honor and his glory. But today we'd like to pray um, on air uh, just for the listeners and just yeah. for everybody out there. So Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just pray for each and every listener, Lord. We pray for their loved ones and for their families, Lord God. We pray for the circumstances in their lives, Lord God. We pray for the heavy places, Lord, the things that they are hiding in their hearts, Lord, the prayers that they have hidden there, Lord. We we pray for those things, Lord God. We pray, Lord, that you will heal that you will deliver, that you will set free, that you will show yourself to be who we know you are, a faithful and loving God. We pray, Lord God, that the listeners will reach out, that they will seek you, that they will open that door that you have been knocking on, Lord God, that they will give you a chance to show who you are, Lord God. We pray, Lord, for their families. Lord, we pray for their jobs. We pray for their health. Lord, we pray for provision and we pray for protection over them, Lord God. And I pray that this podcast reaches those, Lord, that it's supposed to. Lord, I pray that if someone's supposed to share it, that they will share it with who you're leading them to share it with, Lord, that they will just listen to the scripture and to the words that you have spoken to their hearts, Lord God. And it's in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen.